gets Spotify. Listen to your favorite artist's life. Glow Benji. Hey, it's Benji. Yes, it's me again. Yep, it's me again. Yep, it's me again. Yep, it's Benji. Yep, it's me again. Yep, it's me again. But you can call me Low though. Juice. Download Spotify and catch the best artists. Good evening and welcome to Gigi's Corner. Tonight I want to talk a little about my life when I lived in Augusta, Georgia. When I moved there, I was sickly. I was taking about a good 15 different medications a day. It was hard for me to take care of myself. My fingers were real sensitive from fibromyalgia. So it was hard for me to stir, cut anything, cook. It was a real struggle. At one point, I had a healthcare provider who was ready to hire a home health aide to help take care of me. Yeah, I was really going through it. But one day my daughter told me that she had made a song and it would be out in a few days or so. And the song is called, I Got My Power Back. And it's by Lachelle Banks. When I first heard the song, I fell in love with it. It was real catchy. That beat would have you bobbing your head. I loved it. So every day I woke up, it was the first thing I did in the morning. Played her song. Well, after I prayed, I turned it on. Sat there and listened to it. Put it on repeat. And then it just became a song I played all day. And I would turn it down at night, but let it play all night. And one day I woke up. Looked at my dresser. It all, had all the pills on her and decided, eh, I'm not going to take those today. I really didn't have any explanation on why I decided I don't want to take them anymore. I just knew I was not going to take them. After a couple of days, I tried to clean up a little bit. I managed to get my floor swept, get the dishes washed, fix my bed, 
And every day I managed to do a little more while listening to I Got My Power Back. So after about a week, I decided, hey, I feel like I want to do some walking. So there was a, a track right down the street. And I decided to try to go for a walk. And me and my daughter, Lil Benji, we went out there and started walking. I only got about a quarter of a mile. It was said one fourth, so I got about a quarter of a mile. I told her I'm tired. <laughs> and she said, it's okay, at least you tried. And we turned around and went back home. And of course I played the song. Every other day I decided to try and walk more. After about three days of trying, I made it to the half mile mark before I got tired and just came on home. After about a good week, I was able to walk around it at least once. So I at least walked a mile. And as time went on, and Lil Benji went walking with me just about every time, I managed to walk probably about a good two miles before I realized I had walked around that track several times. And I believe it's a half mile each way around, so I was doing it. I was feeling good about it too. I was so geeked up. I'm doing all this walking. You know, my feelings and my hands weren't so sensitive anymore. I was able to clean a little more. I was able to take care of myself a little more. So I'm like, hey, I think I want to go out and do what I do best. Show some love. So I signed up for several daycares. And I'll talk about that after my break. Be right back. Yo, Zeke, that song go hard. Who made that? Oh, S. Dot made this, and it's called Get Up Close. Oh, man, what are you listening to that on? I'm listening to it on Spotify. Word? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got to download that. You need to. Yeah. Right there. Come here. Get up close. Come here. Right there. Hey. Get up close. You right there. Get up close. Like, do not let them get low. When I catch you, don't say I'm your bro. The gun could jam. I thought I broke the hole. Yeah, Nigga, right here, cold. Before I fuck him, I gotta get close. Nazi, Bobby, I smoke both. Like, now he went out by the pole. Get Spotify. Hey, Lil Benji, who you listening to? I'm listening to My House by Beyonce. Hey, what app you using? Apple Music. Apple Music? Apple Welcome back. So I applied for daycares, probably about mm, three or four. By the time I was on the the fourth application, I got a call from one, and I talked to uh, I believe her name was Becky. 
I talked to her briefly and uh, told her the amount of kids I had and, you know, the reason why I wanted to get back into daycare. You know, my children basically (laughs) took care of themselves. You know, I just was paying the bills and kind of wanted to get back into taking care of children. So she scheduled me an interview and I went in. I believe it was actually the next day. So I went in, filled out paperwork, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I was asked uh, which room I preferred. Um, one was uh, preschool and the other one was uh, infant two. And she said, don't pick the one that's available just because, you know, you just want a job because you're not going to like it. You're not going to last. And, you know, and so, of course... But I said I would take the infant two room uh, because I love caring for the small ones. You know, I like to figure out why they're crying and putting them to sleep, you know. So, of course, it's the room I got. And I started, um, like, four days later, they had to finish my background check. And once they got that back, said come on in they made my schedule so everything was okay I'll say maybe for the first couple of weeks you know it was pretty great you know the two teachers I worked with were cousins um Shayla and Shadavia and you know I was like okay well you know maybe this will work out it's pretty cool pretty cool but after about a good couple of weeks or so they start showing their ugly colors. They weren't so nice to the kids. Shadavia yelled at them a lot, and Shayla was really aggressive with them. You know, they used to tell the kids to shut up, you get on my nerves, and you know, yell at them to go sit down. And remember, these are babies from uh, crawling age, so I would say about six to seven months to. Uh, almost a year, a year old, maybe 10 months. Sometimes the way they would grab the kids, like by the arms, or they push them down, or just pick them up and kind of aggressively put them in their crib, it started triggering my PTSD. So, um, you know, for uh, about a month after that, I'm like, okay, It's just getting too tough, getting too tough. So I eventually um, told Becky what was going on. And she said, okay, you know, they don't, you know, they would try to discuss it with uh, Chadavia and Shayla. But they won't say, you know, where the complaints came from. But the next day, uh, they were really crappy towards me, and I didn't realize that what I told had gotten back to them. Um, one of the other admins, Bethany, told them what I complained about. So they went from being nice and and 
humble and courteous to mean and evil, which I mean, I don't care if you don't say anything to me. But they had gotten to the point where uh, they did less and less for the kids. Like when it came to cleaning the room after lunch or breakfast. And it kind of left me to do everything. And for a while, I did it because of the kids. But then one day, uh, Shadavia was supposed to uh, sweep and mop, or I swept and she was supposed to mop, but she left out the room. So I didn't mop because I had already swept, already cleaned off the tables, I cleaned off the high chairs, and I washed the dishes. So I'm like, I'm not about to mop too. Now we, they're doing too much. You know, Shadavia always had to leave out the room or um, she was going on her breaks too. But uh, Shayla didn't really want to do anything or she was just being mean and not doing what she's supposed to do, which is help. If we're supposed to do half the work and which will help each other out, that's what we're supposed to do. I'm not supposed to do 90 to 95% of the stuff, and you only do five. But then I realized they must know what I told Becky. And also, I worked the other side, infant nursery, once sometimes. And uh, Bethany's daughter was over there. And at first, uh, she didn't want me holding her kid I guess she was worried about me mistreating her which that's one of the two things I would never do I don't care under no circumstances one is to abuse a kid and two is to steal you know I know how it feels to be stolen from and I know how it feels to be abused so I'm not gonna do that to nobody else so eventually they scheduled a meeting. But within with the within that time, I said within that week, when I would walk to my destination so I can get an Uber home, there were like vehicles sitting out there with people in it watching me. And you know they there was two things that went through my mind. And one was, do not tempt the Lord thy God, which is, you know, uh, walking nonchalant, not worried about them. But then I thought to myself, I'm leaving my job and I'm trying to go home. So I just asked God to protect me. So it started with a white car. First they said across the street and then they was in a parking lot. And as I got close to the uh, exit, the exit ramp of that, that shopping mall, which was closed, um, they turned on their lights and came flying out like right behind me. So I just kept walking like it's whatever. So I guess they saw that that wasn't intimidating me. So they decided they want to get somebody in a black uh, Silverado. And again, you know, they sat across the street. And I just kept walking, 
I will have to walk like 0.8 miles to get to my destination. And the reason why I didn't have an Uber or Lyft to come directly to my job is because the price was almost double. So I would walk around 0.8 miles to the McDonald's, which it went from 32 to $36 down to 15 $16. So that's the only reason why I walked. So as each day went by, you know, the guys and the Silverado got bolder and bolder. They got closer, they start following me. I just kept walking. Uh, one night they rolled past and yelled. And I mean, I had headphones in, but I had one out, so I heard them yell. And then uh, the meeting day came. And I'll talk about that when I get back. It's Talking about they was moving in life is a movie. Well, who gonna shoot it then? Oh, that's a classic. Well, who gonna reboot it then? They giving the brother love, wasting and thuggalus. Cause I just got me a bunch of drugs, dumping slugs. They ask me what happened. All of this gold, you would think I went platinum. My nina got ass, nigga. Don't make me clap on. Fuck, fuck, nigga. Be nigga, go make me jack him. Fuck 12. Can't stop me. Fighting charges like Rocky. Whipping the dope for Versace to lock your Ferraris, Bugattis, two hotties with bodies. Can we do Pilates? Does that make you roll like a trolley? I'm whipping the dope for Versace. Download Spotify and catch the best artists. Okay, I'm back. So the day of the meeting, it was Becky, Ashley, who had twins that were in the infant two room. Uh, me, Shayla, and Shadavia. Now, Ashley twins are the only ones that didn't get any kind of mistreatment on the infant two side, and that's because their mom worked there. You know, that's their boss's kids. They were treated like royalty, you know, catered to, unlike the other children. But anyways, you know, the meeting wasn't long, but to make a long story short, they tried to lie and say I had an attitude uh, when I talked to them, which, if anybody know me, you know, even if you piss me off, I mean, you have to really, really, really piss me off for me to go at your throat. So to say I just came in with the attitude, you know, a lot of people would tell you, that's not like me. And I've had people that I've been pissed at or like have really upset me, but they wouldn't know because I didn't show it. So for them to say I had an attitude with them, I just let them talk, talk, talk. And when I brought up uh, the accusations, of course they denied it and it quickly shifted to something else. You know, no concern about the children's safety. And then they started talking about uh, 
like their pay and all that. And I'm looking like, okay, that's I don't need to be in here for this. You know, that's not why the meeting was called, but it's like it was just totally, you know, totally disregarded the, the, the children that was in that room. So I knew then that, you know, my days were numbered there. And I, they didn't, the admin didn't seem to really care. I guess if the kids weren't being abused to the point where they were leaving marks on them, it's like, no big deal. You know, just don't let us catch them, even though they had cameras in there. Claiming to have uh, audio, but I've never seen a place that would have video and no audio. Claiming it's illegal to record. Okay. So, of course, we went back to work, and uh, Shayla stepped out and made her little call or whatever. And Shadavia was calling herself being nice now, civil. You know, fake, just fake, of course. So, I did the same thing. I mean, well, I'm always that way, but it's more like, okay, yeah. They was helping with everything. I was helping. You know, we did everything like we're supposed to. It was perfect. A little too perfect if you ask me. But when it's time for me to go home, and I walked down to McDonald's. Of course, the same truck was weaving in and out of um, the shopping areas, even though they were closed. But they were like, you know, trying to intimidate me, which I wasn't intimidated. But at that point, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to keep going through this every day. And, you know, when people realize that they, what, what they're doing is not phasing you, they escalate. So when I got to McDonald's, they were there with two kids uh, one of the kids had walked on the side of me, but I had my headphones on that side. So, of course, I ain't paying no mind because I knew who they were. And uh, they sat down. I sat there a minute before I I uh, called my Uber. And then I eventually just ordered it after I ate. And when I stepped outside, um, they had already gotten back in their vehicle in the Silverado and had came around. The guy said something, but, of course... You know, I'm not listening. I just turned my head the other way, like, whatever. And then my Uber came around the corner. So I got in. And they went and parked and kind of, like, watched which way we went. And I I looked back and saw them make a U-turn. So I told her, I said, when you get around here, go turn up in the gas station. And uh, she was like, okay, yeah, I got to use the bathroom anyway. So she turned in the gas station got out and um, was getting ready to go in, but then she came back and opened the door and said, I just saw them fly by. So I said, oh, so they're going to try to follow me home now. So at that that very moment, I said, that's it. I'm not going back. That's it. You know, now you're trying to follow me home. Now you're getting ready to try to put my kids in danger. So I don't know where they went, but she went on in. She, there was no bathroom. Uh, she went and got her something to drink. And I told her, it just dropped me off. And she was telling me how they crazy here. And, um, you know, 
they'll do anything, you know. You know, they don't care who they hurt. So that was God's way of telling me that's it for that job. And it seemed like I thought about each kid that I've held. I thought about the times, the smiles, you know, the, the, the ones that ran up to me, the ones that didn't want to go home. You know, when I was holding them, they cried. I had a good time with those kids. They were great kids. I never called my job and told them why I wasn't coming back, and I never answered the phone when they called me. I just said, that's it. I thought about the time where seemed like they were jealous because the kids would crawl and walk to me when I came in. So around the time that I would come in to work, they would have them all sitting down in their high chairs so none of the kids could come to me. But they showed reach for me. And uh, one little boy, he was such an angel. He cried when I walked in and he couldn't crawl to me. But one day when I came in from lunch, he decided he wanted to stand up and walk to me. That was so freaking awesome. I'll never forget. Be right back. Tune into Spotify. You can hear great artists like Lachelle Banks. Low Benji. It's me again, yep, it's me again, yep, it's me again, yep, it's Benji. Yep, it's me again, yep, it's me again. But you can call me love though. And Juice Leroy. We got a little boy at the matrix. We took in his song and we made it. We beating his ass and we take it. I'm taking his shoes, we made it. For the ops in the blind, we face it. I cruise and take off in a spaceship. Download the app now. I'll never forget. I'll never forget you two yelling at them kids. I'll never forget the pulling and tugging on those babies' arms. 
I'll never forget the way baby S was carried and handled by one arm because she was just as small as a baby doll. I'll never forget the punks you sent to harass me because I reported you to abusing kids. I'll never forget when Bethany kept her daughter away from me until she realized I would never harm her child. I would never forget Shayla tripping baby K and she fell and busted her lip. I will never forget Shadavia shoving the bottle in baby M's mouth. I will never forget the babies pushed away during lunchtime because you didn't want them to get your jeans dirty. I will never forget how I was forced to do most of the work because you guys were retaliating against me for talking. I'll never forget. I'll never forget when I was unable to take care of myself. I'll never forget when my daughter made a song that inspired me. I'll never forget meeting you babies for the first time. I'll never forget when baby K came to me on my second day and I was told she never goes to anyone that quickly. I'll never forget waking up and going to sleep anticipating loving and nurturing you babies every day. I'll never forget the love I received from each child. I'll never forget. The love of those babies is in my heart. I really miss you guys. Wish I could have watched you grow. But now that I have my power back, I'm getting my ducks in a row. Thank you for helping me feel alive again. I love and miss you all. Till next time.
If 
Oh 